0: Hello, around the world. This is Red Pill News. My name is David Potter. I'm a conservative who worked for Trump. This is my first audio podcast, although I have done video podcasts for quite some time. You can expect in future episodes there to be more editing and at higher quality production. But to get started with my first episode, this is very basic. So the topic of discussion today in the conservative political world is the five things that will determine the outcome of the t- midterm 2022 elections. And more generally, this applies to the whole country and perhaps the whole world, not just conservative politics, but it is very important to us conservatives that we win the House back and possibly the Senate so we can prevent Joe Biden from continuing his horrible agenda. His agenda is getting America into more debt. It's pushing wokeness onto people who do not appreciate wokeness. So without further delay, the first issue that will be in play for the 2022 midterm elections is inflation. 9.1% in June. The highest inflation in 40 years. If there's one thing we know about the American electorate is that they vote with their wallet. Social issues are important indeed, but when you can't afford groceries or to send your kids to the school you want, or you have to cancel your Netflix subscription, vacations get canceled, so many different things, Americans hate when their standard of living is lowered. They'll get a raise at a job and still have a lower standard when inflation is this high. So regarding that, we know that Biden, his approval on the economy is horrible. It's bad. He's been in the 40-something percent, actually 29% of adults approved of Biden's handling on inflation. This is according to a new ABC Ipsos poll last month in July, no, sorry, August. And Democrats are hoping that inflation will continue to fall as supply chains return. But supply is not returned. And we we hear all these weird incidents of factories burning and things that are further disrupting the supply chain I'm not saying there's a correlation there but perhaps something for you to think about. So let's see how things go with inflation. it's continuing to rage. Food prices can got higher during the last CPI report. Now Biden did decrease the price of gas but he artificially did this by using the national reserves that are meant for wartime and tragedy, so definitely not good. Issue number two, abortion, a huge issue. It was late July that the Supreme Court, I think it was late July, they struck down Roe and said, hey, let's send it back to the states. Now, prior to Roe being struck down, the Republican lead was huge Polling wise, heading into the midterms, but now it's definitely dropped some. But with independent voters, they're not hardcore pro abortion in all circumstances. That's why it was probably a good thing that McCarthy, House Leader McCarthy, and Senator Lindsey Graham introduced a 15-week national abortion ban. And the reason that was probably good, because initially I thought maybe this is Lindsey Graham being a rhino trying to sabotage the midterms for MAGA Republicans, but it's actually forcing the Democrats to go on defense. If Republicans are saying 15-week abortion ban, you know, if you can't decide by then, then you don't get to have one. And now, Democrats, we heard the press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, the other day, pressed by Peter Ducey. What is the weeks that President Biden supports? How far do you go along with abortions? And she refused to answer. Peter Ducey pressed and pressed and pressed. She would not give him an answer. So, yes, this has Democrats fired up. It has... Republicans fired up to a lesser extent in the middle you have the independents and they support some common sense restrictions on abortions it's not like the united states of america is the most restrictive in the country in fact it's been one of the freest in the con- in the world rather freest countries in the world with regards to abortion rights and i don't even like to call that free because I think that is tyranny upon the unborn child. And, you know, we're guaranteed the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, or we should be anyways. And to, to stop abortions, I believe, will hamper that. So with independence, I think it's not going to be as big of an issue. It will definitely make it a closer race, but I still think Republicans are going to win despite that issue. Okay, so here's issue number three, immigration. So since Biden's term, there's been an insane amount of illegal immigration into the United States. Wall Street Journal recently reported that border agents had made more than 1.8 million arrests during the current fiscal year. By the time the fiscal year ends, at the end of this month, That number is expected to to have surpassed 2 million for the first time. Biden's rating on immigration is horrible, too. Only uh, 49% disapprove and only 30% approve. Republican voters, as expected, overwhelmingly negative. But they were joined in the opinion by self-described independents, only 17% of whom backed Biden's performance. On the issue. So let me restate that. Of all independent voters, only 17% approve of Biden's performance on immigration. So they're ignoring this and it's going to hurt them. And, And, you know, the immigration, they seemed as if they want immigrants who will vote Democrat, so they allow it to continue. But for the majority of Hispanics and Latinos, they're conservative. They don't follow the gender wokeness ideology. It's a fact. You can look it up in polling data on, on their beliefs. Gen Z Latinos are a little more liberal, but overall the mo- the majority of the current voting of Latinos are conservative. You can look at Mayora Flores in Texas. She flipped a blue district red first time in 100 years. So immigration is definitely also in favor of Republicans taking back the House and possibly the Senate as well. The Senate's less likely. The House, one pollster who travels across the country, who's really in-depth with his methodology, you can find him on Twitter at The People's Pundit. His name is Rich Burris. He gives an 88% chance to win the House and a 51% chance to win the Senate by Republicans, that is, U.S. House, U.S. Senate, respectively. Okay, so let's look at the last issue here. I believe I said five, but there's actually four. You know, we covered inflation. We looked at abortion or discussed abortion. Oh, you know, we did not discuss Trump. So, of course, the... Deep State, as I call them, wanted to bring Trump in the center of this election. The midterms was never supposed to be about Trump. He's supposed to be in the background. You know, he's having his rallies. I love him. I love President Trump. But this raid, which I don't think there's evidence to prove that these documents that he had, he did not classify them he classified declassified them himself i believe because the powers granted to the president by the vesting clause and the constitution allows the president to be the ultimate authority on declassifying documents so you've got the left saying okay this guy is awful he should be arrested and they're trying to associate that with the republican party since he is the de facto leader. But if they really had something, you would think he would be arrested so far, but they're just letting it loom, right? I don't think they really have anything. And I also believe it's going to backfire because people are sick of just attacking him for no reason. He's not even the president anymore. Okay, maybe when he was the president, it made sense to attack him, right? But... Now he's not. So independents are like, wow, the FBI is being petty. The establishment left. Biden, they're just being petty going after a guy. And also the speech that Biden made at Independence Hall in Philadelphia, that didn't play very well either with independents, considering the fact that It was really inciting conflict. That's what a majority of voters believe, according to a recent Rasmussen poll. Rasmussen also found that 52% of Americans support impeachment proceedings against President Biden, but also believe that the GOP will not take that step. The broader picture is one in which Trump and Biden are battling each other once again, almost two years from the contest. But voters, again, I think are not going to care about that because Trump is not part of this election, at least independent voters. You know, Democrats are going to be hardcore hating Trump as much as they ever have. Nothing changed there. So that was the fourth issue we were missing. And we'll go over these one more time, and then I'll get to the fifth issue. Inflation, Biden's doing horrible. It will definitely drag down Democrats. Abortion, it is going to weaken the Republican lead. It has, but independents do have some subtleties when they think about abortion. And a 15-week ban proposed by Republicans actually puts the Democrats on defense. And we're going to see how this message is. Third, President Trump, he is, you know, he's rated on August 8th. I don't think that helps Democrats either. It just emboldens the hardcore left that already, you know, hates Trump and loves Biden. That's number three, immigration Biden is polling horrible in immigration, absolutely horrible. And the fact that Governor DeSantis flew migrants to Martha's Vineyard and Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts, sanctuary state, right? Well, they used the military to deport these Venezuelan refugee immigrants in less than 48 hours. It was a beautiful political move by Governor Ron De, De Savage, <laughs> DeSantis. That's what I like to call him, is the Savage, because he is absolutely a savage governor. But with that happening, he showed the world this is what the Democrats really are. Because also the immigrants in Texas, I'm sorry, the immigrants in D.C. and New York. They're overwhelming the system there, and it's only been like 10,000 immigrants sent to each place, respectively. So if that number is overwhelming those cities, imagine how southern Texas is feeling. And the Democrats don't want these immigrants. They're just being hypocrites, and DeSantis is showing it. Legal immigration is the way immigrants is, are beautiful It's how America, it's the identity of America. But come in through the front door, pay your taxes and assimilate. Don't try to stay in the culture you left behind. Recognize the American culture. That's what assimilation and legal immigration is about. All right, point number five, the fifth thing that the midterms will be about. Biden's performance. It's always a referendum on part the party in power. The midterms are Biden has had some success, according to some, you know, broaden his focus. He's got some things done in terms of uh, his campaign promises, not that they are Meaningful campaign promises like the Inflation Reduction Act, you know, that tricked a lot of people into thinking that it was it was useful, although hundreds of economists have said this is not useful at all. The Inflation Reduction Act, in fact, it slightly raises inflation and the the green energy stuff. It's not it's not good. It's uh, It's unsustainable in its current form you know nuclear fusion is the is the true green energy of the future but the solar panels the windmills they're just not enough they're not the infrastructure is not there and we see that in california we have rolling blackouts in california we saw that in texas the infrastructure there wasn't ready for the cold although that could also be attributed to gas lines and not solely The windmills. But in addition to the Inflation Reduction Act, Biden's also forgiven student loan debt, 20K, up to 20K per student. But that's not great either, though. Again, that's just appealing to his woke base. Only 13 percent of Americans have college debt. So you've got 87 percent of Americans that will pick up the tax bill for one out of eight, 13% of Americans. Can't see that playing too well either. It's hard to see Biden's popularity surging. And, you know, he's a gaff machine. His mental acuity is clearly declining. And if Biden loses just one chamber of Congress, which, again, 88% chance he's going to lose the House, Then his agenda is screwed for the rest. He becomes a lame duck president, essentially, with no agenda that's uh, passable. And then you have two years of nothing getting done, which makes him likely to lose in 2024. He hasn't even committed to running in 2024 to replace him with someone else, but... They don't have anyone else, and it looks like Trump will win run again and probably win. So that is the summary of the 2022 midterm issues, and I believe Republicans will win the House and possibly win the Senate. I don't know enough. I haven't looked at the data enough. I'll bring you more in future episodes, but I would guess 51 seats. Republicans in the Senate, if I had to guess, pick up 20 seats in the House. This is Red Pill News, conservative, America first, MAGA patriotic news. This has been David Potter with your update for today. More episodes coming soon. Hope you're doing well. Subscribe and God bless.